Blog Talk Radio. Yes, we are back. Did you miss us? We missed you. 415 is brought to you by Wild Hunt, Desperate Housewives, House of Black Cat Magic. Please visit all of these wonderful places online at their respective websites. 415 expresses the opinions of your two hosts, Rainy Star, this is me. And Star Bustamante. Say hello, Star. Hello, Star. All right. So it's been quite a month. we got a lot to catch up on, sort of, kind of. It's been a bit wacky. Um, just as an FYI, you may hear some swear words. You may hear some opinions again. Those are the opinions of myself and my co-host, and not a reflection on anyone who supports the 415. Okay, so before we get started, I'm going to put this out there. Here is your reminder. I will be reminding you again to please support the Wild Hunt at www.wildhunt.org. This is the pagan paper of record. They need our support. They need our help. It is fundraising time, and I'm expecting all you wonderful listeners to get on board and help us out over at the Wild Hunt. And, and subscribe. It is not expensive. <laughs> I've been subscribing for years now. I'm telling you, it's money you will not miss. It's very inexpensive and so totally worth it. Do you know that I have been getting hit up by the mainstream media papers and they want like $200 in some cases for a yearly subscription. I'm like, are you coming to my house to read it to me? What's the situation here? Anyway, you can have the Wild Hunt delivered to your inbox, daily basis. So inexpensive, such a service, such a luxury, and it's actual news by actual journalists. We need to give it all our support. So please, wildhunt.org. Okay, so... Where am I? What year is it? It's an election year, isn't it? I'm scared. Yes, it's it's uh, it's 2024. 2024. We're in January. It is an election year. Um, Yeah. And I don't think things have been ever been nuttier than what they are looking like right now because every day is just new madness and mayhem like I have never seen before. Um, Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to bring up, just because we're going to glance over this thing, because if anybody didn't know, uh, I I don't know if your head's been under a rock, something else is going on, but just to catch you up very briefly, all of a sudden now they're releasing the documents over who flew on Jeffrey Epstein's Okay, Bill Clinton and Donald Trump. Did we not already know this? I could swear we did. The pictures have been out for decades. This is not news. I don't know why we're making hay about that, Um, but okay. I mean, because Clinton ain't running, so it's got to be a Trump situation. Um, But we already knew that. We already know what kind of disgusting human he is. So I don't know if that convinces anybody. More power to it, but uh, that's that. Well, in in a fun side note to that, um, apparently Aaron Aaron Rodgers on uh, some freaking show. I saw this online yesterday briefly, which this is hilarious. He accused Jimmy Kimmel of being on on the list. Um, yeah. And so now Jimmy Kimmel has said he's, you know, contemplating suing him for uh, sh- suing Rogers for uh, defamation, which, you know, 
Um, I don't think I would want to go up against <laughs> Kimmel and uh, the kind of liars that he has uh, access to. Yeah, certainly not. I, I, I don't think that would be a safe bet, certainly not one that I would take. I mean, you know, here's the thing. I know in the era of Trump, people just say whatever stupid shit comes to mind on a regular basis, but for whatever reason, everyone is not afforded that luxury without consequence. So just bear in mind before you start spreading some bullshit, <laughs> you may want to have a fact or two behind you. I know there's a swath of the country that's like facts don't matter, and I know that because I'm related to one of these crazy people. Um, but to the rest of us, facts still do matter, and reality does matter, and you can't just slander someone without some kind of something to back up what you're saying. You can't just go around saying shit. Mm-hmm. So I would caution, I would yeah. caution folks, even though they have seen a presidential candidate and or a president, <laughs> sorry, even though you may have seen someone in some kind of substantial power doing that kind of bullshit, does not mean that we all get away with that kind of bullshit, nor should anyone, quite frankly. Thank you for letting me say that. Please continue. Well, no, well, I mean, I I don't disagree. I think that, um, I think part of the problem is that, uh, you know, we've gotten to where we are uh, largely because we have, we don't just have, this is not a problem of one party or the other or both parties. Um, we have a media problem, too. I mean, if you look at how, um, especially um, political pundits, the way that um, the way that they were the, the way that they address issues and how all of this plays in the in the mainstream is extremely biased and it's not a a little I can't talk uh, a liberal bias uh, until we fix that this is not going to get I mean it's not like one of these things has to be fixed it's all of them have to be fixed and uh, and can I just say something about polls this has really been Please. driving me crazy okay so yep. remember when Nate Silver was the darling of, uh, you know, and yeah. now he's like everybody's still relying on his 528 uh, or whatever. Isn't it 528? That's right, 528. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, polls, I mean, they're not the end-all, be-all. And how many times have we seen where these polls you know, show one thing, and the reality ends up being something way, way different. Um, you know, how yeah. polls are sourced, what data they're looking at. I mean, all of this matters as in, in whether or not a poll is actually useful uh, or right. has any useful data at all. Who, you know, who they're, who they're asking, who they're, what's their sourcing. Yeah. You know, all of this matters. And so unless there's a lot of transparency, and even then they can still get it wrong because you know as well as I do that it's not just the responses that you get, but it's also the questions that you ask. And and how they're asked. How they're cast. Yeah. And, you know, 2016 taught us a really huge lesson about assumptions, about fake polling, about fake news, about all this data that gets dumped into us and is passed off to us as fact, but it's not necessarily factual. Now, if you're only asking a certain group of people certain questions, uh, depending on location, depending on religious affiliation, they could give you all the same exact answer, making it look like a huge swath of people are feeling a certain kind of way, but it's not as widespread as you think it actually is. For example, back 2012, I was getting poll questions constantly. Constantly. I haven't had a poll question since. As 
have not many of my friends who vote democratically. What does that tell us? Information is being cherry-picked. Certain sectors are being asked certain questions. You also have to remember a lot of folks who still only have landlines tend to be older Republican voters. Most Democratic voters, not talking about education, I am merely talking about resources, okay? So please, Mm -hmm. don't come for me like I'm coming for anybody else. I'm not. I'm talking about resources. Some folks have access. Some folks do not. I've lived a period of my life with zero resources. I've been very clear and honest about that. So this is not a slam. However, most voters democratically have cell phones and don't tend to answer the phone if we don't know who's calling. We're very selective because we're all busy trying to pay these goddamn bills. Y'all know what I'm saying. So it's not the same thing to question someone who has just finished dinner in a Republican household who maybe doesn't have the same resources that some of us do, and they're answering these poll questions, and they are leaning a certain way, and they are doing certain things, and their church has led them to believe and vote on a certain series of subjects. So. To look at polling now is not at all something you can compare to the way polling used to be before we all had cell phones. It's a very different landscape where they are selecting to promote. See, and it used to be a lot more honest, in my opinion. This is just my opinion. My feeling is, is that now, in order to promote a certain type of headline, you're going to get a certain amount of data that is cherry-picked, hand-picked to promote that line of thinking. And I'm not saying it's just a Republican thing. I will tell you, a lot of the time now, I'm very careful, even though it supports my quote-unquote side, I'm also very cautious about certain networks that are very popular amongst our folks. Um, because I have seen how things are ginned up to get a certain kind of reaction, a certain level of fear, a certain level of outrage. And we've got to be really super careful because politics is not the same as it was 20 years ago. Was it great then? No, I'm not saying it was. I'm just saying compound your biggest fears now. Because now is worse than ever. And we say that every election season. And the reason we do is it becomes precipitously more questionable as time goes on when you have people screaming that an election was rigged without evidence. You've got to really Mm -hmm. be careful of what sources you are getting your news from. Definitely listen, but question, verify Find legitimate, this is why I talk to you guys so much about wild hunts. To have legitimate news sources is getting to be more difficult. Am I right or am I wrong? No, you're, you're correct. And even some of the sources that, you know, that we've come to rely on, um, you know, I mean, I've quit reading uh, the New York Times, um, you know, um, okay. And uh, I'm probably not going to be reading the Atlantic, uh, but we'll talk about that in a, in a little bit. Um, you know, but even sources like the you know of the big three, like you know NBC, ABC, CBS, um, you know, there are some problematic things going on when we're talking about ownership. Uh, you know, who owns these these stations? These you know these massive networks. Um, you know, and even the AP, you know, I mean, some of the the things that I've seen the AP publish just in the last couple of years where I'm like, really? You know, and they're kind of the gold standard for everybody. And they're, you know, I mean, but something else that, that um, and we're going to be talking about this a lot this year. Well, okay, I, let's, to be fair, I'm going to be talking about this a lot this year. And, um and that's, you know, 
AI and how much that's being used in uh, in in the new, you know for news creation. Um, I don't think we talked about this because we haven't had a show um, since I wrote the last article I did on AI. But right. Sports Fucking Illustrated, there was a huge scandal with Sports Illustrated where they had hired a third-party contractor to provide content and all of the bios that this, you know, of these writers, and I'm putting that in quotation marks, writers and journalists, they just didn't fucking exist. They were made-up profiles with, you know, um, AI-generated pictures, and then it was an AI-written story the you know and there were there were we're not talking about just one or two or three instances of this there were bunches of them and um you know i think um i'm trying to remember who who reported on it um i think it was cnet that that first reported on it but i mean just absolutely stunning you know you think about a storied publication like Sports Illustrated, it's been around forever. They have a solid, great reputation, and they get caught using AI-generated material, and um, and then are you know allegedly that came through a third-party contractor uh, that used completely made up people as the author, you know, as the journalist who wrote these articles. Um, And I think we're going to see more and more of that. I think that, you know, most people don't realize that a certain percentage of all of the short news stories that you read are AI generated. Now, granted, most publications that do that, they have a fucking editor that actually reads what has been generated and corrects it and makes sure it's, you know, it's fact-checked and that the, that the language structure is proper and it conforms to AP style, which is what every, you know, every newspaper in the country and pretty much every public news publication, you know, uses. But, uh-huh. moly. So now I want you to think about the implications of that when it comes to election time. Oh, my God. You know, I mean... I mean the the implications of of uh, AI generated generated you know text is huge and just ridiculous. I mean like Twitter rolled out their own version of of Chat GPT, um, Grok, which I I really wish that um, you know. Uh, that they would be sued for the use of that. Um, yeah. But uh, I doubt that doubt that, that will happen. But it's also a train wreck. I mean, a lot of these um, chat GPT generative, um, you know, AI generative texts, I mean, are they're really, they're kind of train wrecks, you know, and they're coming up with all kinds of false stuff. Um, I don't want to go too, too far down the rabbit hole there, but... I just want to say that, you know, this is something that we are going to be revisiting throughout the year as more and more of these really just dreadful stories like Sports Illustrated, you know, is an example of. We're going to be talking more about this, and uh, I think it's just going to, you know, it's going to get worse before it gets better. The other thing that I want to say is that, you know, I'm not a Republican, but guess what? I do have a landline. Um, but I'm not sure how much longer I'm going to have a landline because the level of spam calls and, I mean, like, if I get one more call for Medicaid, I mean, I may just go crazy and just start stabbing people. Um, so have your list ready, folks. Um, I mean, just honestly, kidding. sometimes just so, kidding. I unplugged my phone after Thanksgiving and left it unplugged until uh-huh. just a few days ago because I couldn't take it. Uh-huh. I mean, like, literally from, like, as sometimes as early as 8 o'clock in the morning until 9 o'clock at night, yeah. we would just get constant calls, you know, for all kinds of just, I mean, 
So I don't know how anybody has a landline. I mean, really. And since most people don't even have a landline, why are they even using that to call people and ask them what they fucking think? I mean, come on. <clears throat> because they have old records, and that's what they're using. I mean, but they're using them for a reason. It's it's well, cherry picking information. You are you are targeting a certain segment of people because you are looking for support for your position. Well, but that can't be the you know. I mean, that doesn't apply to everybody that's doing these polls. You know, I mean, there's polls. I mean. There are literally dozens and dozens of polls that are run every day, right? There's polling being mm-hmm. done all the time, especially as we're coming up. In, you know, when's, uh, when's Iowa? Because they're the first, right? And they're, in, yeah. like, in February, no, I think. wait. New Hampshire. I thought New Hampshire was first. Is it New Hampshire or Iowa? I don't know. I, no, I thought. I don't. No. Hang on. Let me look. Let me look. I, first state to vote. Hang on. First state vote. Let's see what the answer machine says. Well, come on and tell me. The primary elections yeah. are a little different in 2024. Which states will vote first? Okay. Oh, I- Iowa. Iowa uh, on January 15th. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's fucked up. I am sorry. Mm-hmm. That is just all kinds of fucked up. Why? Why is that? Why do we do this shit to ourselves? Why as a nation can we just not get our asses together, take two or three days, and give everybody the day to vote? I don't understand. Why are we still doing this back-ass bullshit where it's, oh, you go, oh, no, you go. So by the time certain states vote, it doesn't even fucking matter anymore. I think it's ridiculous. Shy. Unbelievable. New Hampshire is the week following, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, and, then, and then South Carolina is uh, February 24th, yeah. and then Michigan on February 27th. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a little zany. Um, you know, I mean, that's the Republican, the Republican caucuses. Um. Yeah, I mean, I just you know here's the thing for me. I have so little. I don't know if my patience is worn down. I don't know if my faith is worn down. Uh, you know, every time somebody says we're going to impeach Biden, I'm like, oh what? For what? What do you have that you did not impeach? Listen. You didn't do this bullshit. Okay, let me start again. Hunter Biden was never working for his father in the White House. Can we just establish that as a fact? That's an actual fact. Unlike, no, it's not a fact. Was he working for the oh, White it, House? It, it, it is a fact that he was not working for the White House, but we cannot establish it as a fact if we're if we're a Republican or we're a, a you know a Trumpite or a MAGA whatever you want to call them that they just don't believe it. It doesn't matter. Facts don't matter to these people. Okay, and that's the problem. The facts do not it matter. Is. Okay, that is you know that's it. How do you live in a world where facts don't matter? I, I, I cling to facts because they are the only things that matter. You know, when Ivanka and Jared left the White House with a nice big fat check, allegedly, they had already cleared a number of millions of dollars having worked, clearly worked at the White House visibly. So I don't mm-hmm. understand how the rules changed from one party to the other and have people say, oh, that's okay. I don't know what to do with this information. 
it's and you know the whole the whole thing about AI, and I'm sure AI has been around. You know, it would not surprise me if um, the the last or rather 2016, all the misinformation, all the lies uh, were AI generated. That you know, just because we're first using this terminology doesn't mean this thing was just invented yesterday. Um, so I believe that there are other countries ahead of us on this shit and ahead of us on using it against our enemies. So I'm, I'm saying, America, we're late to this party. We need to start figuring out how to detect lies from real news because, once again, we are going to reach a situation where they're going to say, oh, well, so uh, I'll give you an example. Hillary, why don't you want to vote for Hillary? I just don't like her. Why? I don't know. You know why? I'll tell you why you don't like Hillary. You don't like Hillary because the Republican bullshit machine has been saying the same shit for so long that somewhere in your head it's now true. Because you can repeat a lie, a lie, a lie, a lie, a lie, and your brain will just start to recognize it as a thing you've heard before. And recognition sometimes will just automatically believe it is truth. I have had this happen. It has cost me relationships. That's a shame, but it will continue to do so because I am not going to give up reality for people who refuse to do the work and actually find out who's writing these articles, find out if they're actual people, find out who's backing them up, find out who's doing their paychecks. You've got, I mean, mm-hmm. yes, is it a crazy amount of information that you've got to now sift through to get to something reality-based? Absolutely. But if you don't want to innocently make a mistake, it takes work. And I know that's exhausting. Believe me. We spend a lot mm-hmm. of time exhausted, do we not? So, I mean, but the fact of the matter is, is that when reality still matters, and God's, I pray that it stays relative and important to anyone who's even listening to this broadcast and well beyond to please verify, verify, verify. Again, I used to be a huge fan of one network and one network only. But even over time, you have to see how things are couched to you, how things are presented to you to get a certain reaction, to get a certain reaction of fear or to get a certain reaction of, of, of fundraising. Now, I'm not saying do not fundraise. Fundraising is extraordinarily important, especially for the person or persons that you believe in and want to back up. Campaign financing, seriously, should be from the people, period, and people should be able to split, split people, not corporations, because people and corporations are not the same thing. Sorry, a tangent there. But the fact of the matter is, is that that's how a lot of these people get to be where they are, because they have huge corporations with huge wallets throwing huge sums of money, and not every, it's not an equal thing. There should be a limit, I feel, of a certain dollar amount for both sides, and it should be the same amount, just smaller, for people to understand, follow, and manage, because this whole thing where corporations are supporting one name over the other, it just gives them more time on the air, more time to, to, for you to see their faces and let them spew whatever bullshit they're trying to spew about the opposing team. It should all be somewhat equal. I really don't like the fact that it's so money-driven. Obviously, you need money to run, but... The fact of the matter is, is that if the money were the same for both sides, you would, I think, could be wrong, but I think more reality-based things would happen as opposed to the constant echo and noise machine, more money just needs to bring. Well, so, I mean, I think that's true to an extent, but then you also have to look at, um, you know, social media in all of this, is is a huge factor, um, you know, 
And if you have, a, you know, legions of trolls, uh, which is basically what we're seeing, um, you know, that makes, a, that makes a difference there, too. Um, I did want to uh, just kind of make a correction um, because the – so the, in the states that caucus, um, so the, the GOP caucus in Iowa is the 15th. Okay, mm-hmm. the Democrats have still not set a caucus uh, date, or hadn't by the time this article was posted, um, which okay. was July last year. So, I mean, I can look for uh, more recent, um, you know. And New Hampshire also had not had not set a date. I'm suspecting that. Uh, the the you know the the states where caucuses are held that you know there's already dates for that but um an important yeah. thing to note is like super tuesday okay super tuesday is um when the most states have their primaries and that date is march 5th so you think about how early that is compared to previous years I mean, like, usually the first caucuses and in pri- uh, primaries were, like, maybe February, but more like March. Um, but now Super Tuesday, which this year will include Alabama, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, and Virginia. Now, in, in most states, you have to pick, you know, one party or the other. Yeah. Now, as an independent, we in in North Carolina, we can we can request the GOP ballot, or we can request yeah. the uh, the Democrat ballot. So it'll be, you know, the Democratic ballot. So it'll be interesting to see um, how all of that shakes out. Um, Anyway, I just wanted to I just wanted to make make that correction, and I'm going to look to see um, if I can find some information on um, on when uh, what the update on on that that is for. Yeah. Well, uh, while you're doing while you're looking for that, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite things, WildHunt.org. So you go ahead and look at that, and I'm going to talk about Wild Hunt. So okay. again, it is it is fundraiser season for the Wild Hunt, the Pagan Paper of Record. It is super duper important, especially when we're talking about stuff like the news and things that are pagan relevant, which is come on everything. Um, how we vote is going to determine our future in the most serious of ways, and it happens every four years and every year. There's always a vote going on. Do not just look at the presidential vote as the only time you should be voting. You should be voting for dog catcher. Whatever it is, you should always vote. But so back to the, the matter at hand being wildhunt.org. Wildhunt.org is not just the pagan paper of record, but it is also one of the few sources of actual journalism. Wild Hunt is not written by bots. Okay? It is not written by AI. Wild Hunt is done by real journalists in the field getting real information. It's so important. Um, you, you heard what we were talking about earlier about Sports Illustrated having this issue now where a whole bunch of false information fell out and it was AI driven. Be aware. I mean, not just in your news, but please take caution when things are AI determined because it could be stealing from an artist that you care about and taking food out of that person's pocket um, or money out of that person's pocket, it, it, it is routing through some of the livelihoods of, of pagan artists. We keep saying how, how important pagan artists are. Uh, we've got to start showing that by sourcing their stuff from them and finding out from them where can we buy your products and not run to Amazon 
uh, every five seconds for the cheapest version, which is a knockoff and not even necessarily well-produced, um, but akin to that, you know, Wild Hunt is one of the few places left to go for actual journalism. So please, please contact wildhunt.org. Give them all your support. They need your help, and we need to keep them going because we, we have few enough resources. We cannot afford to lose them, okay? We've lost Witchbox. We've lost all kinds of things. Over the past seven, eight years, all kinds of resources have gone away, okay? Let's make sure we don't lose any more. Wildhunt.org. Thank you very much for listening. Back to our show. Well, um, I might also point out that um, – the Wild Hunt was nominated in a couple of categories with the Witchies, which is an award, um, you know, a pagan award uh, thingy. And I think you have until yeah. the twenty, to the twenty fifth of January, you can go and 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 vote um, for any Wild Hunt stuff as well. Some of you know there there are a bunch of different categories. Also, um, writers that um, that write periodically for the Wild Hunt. Uh, Anthony uh, Pagliaro and uh, and Nathan Hall have both been nominated for awards, which that's pretty exciting. Um, yeah. So yeah, so there's other ways you can show your support too that it will help get get the Wild Hunt's name out there. But yeah, so big big nod to uh, to the Wild Hunt for you know four nominations this year. Maybe though. Maybe we'll 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 win one. So anyway, so I wanted to clarify. I I found the dates. I, I kind of had to dig for it. It was a little weird. Um, so the Republican caucus in Iowa is January fifteenth. The Democratic uh, caucus is March fifth. Which I mean, Biden's the incumbent. I mean, I can't imagine that he would not, you know. And then the um, and then the full Iowa state primary is June fourth. So um, um, anyway, so so there's that. Uh, yeah. But I, to to get so one of the things that since we're kind of talking a little bit about election stuff here. Um, here's an amusing thing that I'm sure you and all of our viewers or listeners will really, really get a kick out of. And that is, so there's, huh? (laughs) Yeah. So uh, there's a a terrible little man on Fox News called uh, Jesse Waters. Um, He's like really despicable and awful, and anybody who has even so much as a shred of awareness would think he's awful. Um, and he had this British psychic on his show, and he asked her to pull, you know, to do card reading on what the future was going to hold for um, for Trump. And the card that she pulled was the Five of Cups. And it's a really sad little card. Like, for those of you who are anyone familiar with the Rider Waite deck, which is what it looked like she was using, will know the the card. But for those who may not be familiar, there's a robed figure, a black robed figure, and they kind of have their head looking down, and the ground is just scattered with, like, cups that have spilled. Um it's it's a really sad card. I mean, it's like it's a sad card, um, and so and then she tried to put a positive spin on it. I encourage you. I could not find the the segment on Fox News's uh, website, um, probably because it's pretty fucking embarrassing for them. But uh, you can. Uh, I have seen. Uh, Apparently Reddit was like lit up over over this. I think it aired originally on maybe the second. Um, I mean, I thought first at first I thought it might be fake, so it took me a few minutes to like like I, I poked around on Fox's website, couldn't find it, and so then I'm just like, hell, I'll, I'll ask Google because the goddess Google knows all, right? 
and uh, yeah. and then came up with 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 all kinds of links for it. The Guardian wrote an article about it, um, but apparently Twitter's been like fucking lit up over this. Like they were having a time with it, but um, so you know. Uh, I might be more inclined to trust that than polling, actually. <laughs> uh, although, um, yeah. <laughs> um, and for anyone not familiar with the Tarot, the, the Five of Cups is really all about, uh, it's about loss, it's about being yeah. feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah. It's like. Oh, yeah. It's a downer, it's, it's bad. It's a downer. Yeah. It's wasted. It's about wasted chances. It's about um, regret. It's about mistakes made. It's about being too late to go back to correct certain things. It, I mean, it's, it's one of the less pleasant of tarot cards, just saying. Uh, so, yeah, yeah this is a bad, it's a, a person who's put themselves in a bad situation. Um, but also, because it's the Five of Cups, it's not necessarily just the person themselves who put themselves in the situation. There are also outside influences that could be determining this, such as um, advisors, money issues, all kinds of different things can come into play with the Five of Cups. So just so you all know, it's not great. Now, am I going to say that Trump is going to lose just because of this reading? Of course not. Of course not, because I'm not stupid. Um, Do I have hope that that's what it means? Of course because I am also an optimist sometimes. So, yeah, I mean, it's not a great sign. I'm just going to enjoy the fact that it's not a great sign for him. Uh, so let's, let's get to the main t- we are We are, we've only got like 18 minutes left, so we better get to uh, our big deal of the day. Uh, yeah, so... Harvard, Harvard, Harvard. Uh, lots going on with Harvard. Harvard, but the thing that pagans may most be uh, aware of where Harvard is concerned is a certain rabbi who wrote um, a really, I mean, uh, it just is one of the worst things I think I've ever written in a, I've seen published by a, uh, a mainstream uh, publication. I mean, it was bad. Uh, it was so bad that when Manny at the Wild Hunt, who's the editor-in-chief, wrote an editorial about this article that The Atlantic ran, that he refused to link to it because he did not want uh, them to get any more traffic or make any more money off of this really horrendous article. Um, it's an opinion piece, and basically it blames pagans for everything wrong in the world and also um, aligns Trump and uh, Elon Musk and uh, greed and avarice and um, I mean just you name it if there's a bad thing happening I mean he didn't cite uh, the Israeli uh, you know Hamas uh, war going on but I mean he just probably couldn't quite figure out how to work that in uh, without getting blowback, but I mean, well, yeah, it was... as a rabbi, he, he selected as a rabbi to back away from that uh, because any kind of responsibility is not something he's looking for. Obviously, by making all of these uh, claims, assertions, bombs thrown, however you want to couch it, um, isn't that interesting? How Hamas didn't come come up. As, as part of this argument, it's very interesting to me. No, it was it, it was it was it, well, and it's it's created quite a stir, in certainly within the pagan com- uh, community. Uh, all of the pagan yeah. academics have you know have been um, pretty upset, and many. I mean, if you go on to any of the blogs, you'll find you know, a number of them that have, have written articles uh, denouncing the article and really, you know, calling on uh, other pagans to step up, reach out to the Atlantic 
I'd love to see what their inbox looks like. Um, one of, you know, while uh, I think Manny put it best when he said that, you know, he was unsurprised by the views that the that this rabbi held because uh, he didn't go to uh, Starbucks expecting to get a Cajun martini, um, you know, <laughs> which that was just solid gold. I love that. Uh, but... And and I've seen this reiterated by a number of academics and other, you know, fellow journalists and writers is that, that like, how did this get across the desk of the editors at The Atlantic? Like, uh, why on earth would they allow something like this to be published? Um, because, at you know, at best, it's inflammatory. Um, at worst, it's like right up on the doorstep of hate speech. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, dangerous. It is dangerous. So, uh, I mean, I, I think that's the, the bigger question here. And with everything else that's going on with Harvard, um, with Gay stepping down, resigning, um which that's a whole nother kettle of fish. I mean, this is a man that is part of the, you know, temporary scholarship. You know, he's there on a temporary, whatever they call that, um, at Harvard, Harvard Divinity School, which is one of the, you know, which is one of the most touted and um, rootin' tootin' highfalutin' uh, institutions when it comes to religious studies uh, and they've got this man who's basically, you know, kind of espousing hate speech and and then the the Atlantic publishes it. I mean, it's like it's a mess and it doesn't seem to be going away. Uh, Holly Emore, who who writes or who is the executive director for uh, Cherry Hill Seminary, she reached out to 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 the to the good rabbi and uh, you know to try and get him to engage in some discussion on this, explaining that people were upset and why they were upset, and uh, yeah. he really was not interested in that. Uh, now the Wild Hunt has published uh, several articles on this, and um, there'll be more uh, in Pagan Community Notes today, I believe. Um, but yeah. I mean, it's not going away, and people people are upset. People are really upset. Uh, on top of everything else, Harvard, Harvard does not need the bad the bad press that this has brought brought to them. Uh, but you know, going back to like checking your sources, <clears throat> excuse me, and verifying that what you're reading is you know is correct. Um, this is a, a, you know, I mean, who would ever think that the Atlantic would, I mean, granted, now it was Mark's opinion, but it was so full of incorrect, his opinion piece was so, I can't imagine the the, the Wild Hunt publishing anything that would be that factually incorrect. I mean, you know, the editorship at, at the Wild Hunt is, great when it comes to fact-checking and making sure that, you know, this is correct. You know, do they make mistakes? Yes, we all make mistakes. But this piece would have never made it past, they would have never made it past Eric and uh, Manny's scrutiny, not ever, because they'd have been like, whoa, this is some piece of shit here. Why why would you send that in? (laughs) We ain't publishing this. Um, I mean, it's really it's really stunning, and I think this is like I said, the story is not going away, and uh, you can expect to you know to hear hear more about it. I think Manny's got a segment that's that's probably going to be in uh, Pagan Community Notes today, which will probably be published later uh, this afternoon or this evening. But it's some shit now. I want to remind people that there is a difference between censorship and accuracy. If someone is, we're not trying to say people shouldn't speak. What we're saying is people shouldn't speak bullshit as though it's fact. There is a difference. No one is trying to, I mean, because I know on campuses a lot of the time 
there's this thing about censorship, and everyone's afraid of stepping on somebody's toes. If you are going to step on the toes of someone who's about to spew some lies, okay, and lies are not subjective. There are lies, and there are there is the truth. And if it's not verifiable, continue to research it until you can verify it. Right. This, this whole thing about we have to let people speak, we have to let everybody speak. Yes, if everyone's going to to give factual information, that's fine. But when you start throwing these things in and then you start accusing people of trying to censor other people when they're just spewing hatred and nonsense, there's got to be a line drawn. You must learn the difference, okay? Well, because I think the, the there's other... this argument that needs to come up about, well, we're not allowed to censor anyone. No, but we are allowed to censor bullshit, and we should continue to make sure that in news especially – we are allowed to not put up with bullshit and lies and hatred. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Just saying sorry. Well, with the, the other important thing to note here is that, you know, I mean, so this involves two really important prongs. And, yes, everybody's entitled to their opinions, however shitty they might be. But when you have someone who is a functioning professor and a spiritual leader, and they write an opinion piece that distorts history in a way that makes their version of monotheism seem like it's, you know, it's the pips, um, you got a problem, you know, because he is a visiting scholar, you know, at Harvard Divinity School, um, you know, so not only is he, you know, I mean, maybe wherever the hell he normally is and somewhere in L.A. or whatever puts up with that shit, but, I mean, you can't go to another, you know, to another university and not, I mean, it's bad enough if he's saying this shit, you know, in the in the Atlantic, but if he's teaching his classes stuff, I mean, it calls into question his, his own scholarship in my mind, um, not to mention, I mean, the implications that it has for the Atlantic. And, yeah, anybody yeah. can write a fucking blog article about anything and they can lie as much as they want. There's no crime against lying unless you're saying that somebody, you know, committed a crime that they didn't do. Um, you know, you can tell all kind of, say all kind of nonsense on any blog that you want. But when right. you're right. presenting it as some kind of pseudo-history um, and as fact, for a, you know, that's being published by a news organization, that's a problem. You know, now granted, yeah. you know, The Atlantic is a is a monthly magazine, but still, you know, m- people read stuff in their pages and they expect it to be, you know, based in facts and truth, not some fucking religious wet dream about, you know, how if we just get rid of all the pagans, that then all of our problems will be solved, all of our society ills, this is all paganism. Well, no, it's not, because A, fucking Donald Trump does not identify as a pagan. Elon Musk does not identify as a pagan. None of these fuckers, you know. And when was the last time that you saw, you know, just glutted members of the pagan community with, you know, hoarding their, their piles of gold and wealth, you know? I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, yeah. it's just, it's utter nonsense, but, you know, the market that he's, that he's writing for, obviously it's not us, it's, you know, they need somebody to be the bad guy, and we make a convenient target. Yeah. Always. That's, that's part of the problem with the pagan community. We are still not afforded um, the same luxuries as other faiths are which is going to be problematic until we actually have some kind of actual power in government. Gee, imagine. Yep. Yeah. I mean, if, if we could accomplish half the shit that we get accused of, I'm just saying, would that yeah. we had such powers? I mean, come on. 
Yeah. Really? For for real. <laughs> well, you know, so I have two requests for our listeners today. One, cool. if you're not fucking registered to vote, run, don't walk. Do it. And go fucking register to vote. It's not hard. It's yep. easy. And in a lot of states, you can do it online. Fucking register yep. to vote, okay? And and then, okay, and then after, as soon as your primary is, vote. Vote like your life depends on it because it does. The other thing I would ask of all of you listening is to continue to complain to both Harvard and to the Atlantic. Because what I would like to see from the Atlantic, and I don't, and and to be and to be clear, I don't think this is ever going to happen. But I think they need to, they need to retract that article, and they need to issue yeah. an apology to the fucking pagan community. Neither one of those things are going to happen. At best, what they'll do is they'll they'll either bury the article or they'll put a slap a disclaimer on it, um, and then they'll send probably nice letters to 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 you know. The department heads at Harvard and uh, you know and any other pagan organization that they can drum up, but whether they do or not, we need to just keep calling them out. And you know, yeah, I'm not going to have an. Yeah. I don't have an. I, I no longer have a Atlantic, not because of this, but I dropped it a while back. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to renew. You know, I'm not going to renew anytime soon uh, either. Because I feel like this is this is just gross. It was bad editorship, you know, editorial behavior, whatever you want to call it, you know. And uh, I can think of ten other places I'd rather I'd rather subscribe to, you know, rather yep. than give them another yep. penny. Agree, I agree. It's editorial negligence. I mean, it just is. Yeah, it just is. You should know better. You should know better than to let hate speech. Listen, again, people are allowed to have their opinions, like you said earlier. However, you're still not allowed to scream fire in a crowded theater if there's no fire. I mean, there are certain things that you still are not to do, you know? I mean, exercise, keeping some things quiet. We do not need, as a people, we do not need to express every thought that comes into our head, good, bad, or indifferent, and tell the rest of the world, you've got to put up with everything I'm saying because it's a free country. It is not a country without consequence. And I really wish people would stop this whole, you're canceling me, you're canceling. No, it's consequence. It's not canceling. If you say something I don't like and I don't want to buy from your business, that is my right. For someone to turn around and say, well, you're canceling me. No, I didn't have you to begin with to cancel. I am making the conscious, we're always talking about vote with your dollars as much as you can, whenever possible. Now, sometimes it's not possible, like when you go buy gas. The people that own the gas companies are the people that, I mean, you can't control every aspect of life unless you're extraordinarily rich, and you can do that. That's wonderful if you can. And I encourage you to do so if you can. However, if you're just Joe Schmuck like me, who's just a working stiff like everybody fucking else, put your money behind your beliefs. And don't worry about who says, oh, you're, can't, you're not supporting me, you're canceling. No, I'm not canceling you. You have other clients, you have other people that want to spend money with you, go on with your bad self. I make a conscious decision every day about who I'm going to spend my money with, where I'm going to buy my gas, what countries I'm trying to to back as much as possible, all these different things. Don't be afraid of this fucking dinged up bullshit you keep hearing about don't be woke and don't be this and don't be that. Do you. Do you. Be ha- You know, live a good life. Be a happy person as much as you can. Vote with your dollars. Take care of your people. And that's all we can And vote. Vote. Vote, 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 vote. Because that is our last stand. We have to vote. Because if we don't vote, there's a certain person 
who is just dying to take that ability away from us and has made it very clear that they intend to do that should they become the president again. I'm just going to encourage everybody, pay attention. You know in your gut when you're being fed a line of bullshit. You know it. Our people are not stupid. There are stupid people. We don't have a lot of that. In our, in our in our community. I mean, everybody's got a level of shit. But you know what I'm saying. We're mostly smart people. Let's do the smart thing. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I think it's time we uh, take a breather for the night. Say good night, Star. Good night, Star. All right, everybody. Please support the Wild Hunt. Talk to you next month. I'll be back tomorrow on Desperate House Witches with Talison Govannon. Good night, everybody.